WNYC Studios is supported by Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From NewSounds.org and the studios of WNYC in New York, this is Soundcheck, our series of live performances and interviews. I'm John Schaefer. You may have heard drummer Allison Miller playing with popular singers like Brandi Carlisle or Natalie Merchant, but she's best known for her own bands and her own music, which is usually labeled jazz, but you'll hear elements of rock, funk, and folk in there too. Last time she was here, it was with her chamber jazz band called Boom Tick Boom. She's also one of the ringleaders of the all-star jazz group Artemis, and her latest album, Rivers in Our Veins, features a new band, although it includes several members of Boom Tick Boom, but with tap dancers added as well. The music is part of a multimedia project about five of America's major eastern rivers, including the big one that runs just a few blocks from our studio. Here is Allison Miller and her band with a tune called Hudson.
house and told them she wanted it dissonant at the end. <laughs> and I got it. And you yes. got it. Allison Miller and the band with a musical train ride up the Hudson River Valley. Hudson yeah. is the name of the song. Allison, it's great to have you back. It's wonderful to be here, John. Thank you. And, and it's like old home week because most of the musicians here are also repeat offenders here in our studio. Jenny Scheinman playing the violin, Todd Sikafus on bass, Carmen Stoff behind our piano, Kenny Warren playing the trumpet, Mike McGinnis on clarinet and bass clarinet. And although you haven't heard them yet, you will in the next couple of pieces, the two tap dancers, Claudia Raharjanoto and Luke Hickey. And so this project, uh, Allison, Rivers in Our Veins, what was the, what's the inspiration behind it? Rivers. <laughs> just well, like out of the blue. I just woke up one day. No, I mean, I've always, um, nature has always been dear to my heart. And I like to, even though I've lived in New York City for the past uh-huh, years, um, 26, 27 years, uh, I get to nature as much as possible. And um, the five rivers that I chose, I've actually spent time on all of those rivers um, throughout my life. I grew mm. up in Maryland and spent a lot of time on the Potomac River. So I chose that river as well as the Hudson and a few others. Um, and, it, you know, the whole project started in, I think, 2018 uh, when James Lemons, who's the artistic director for the Lake Placid Center for the Arts, he reached out to me and he said, I want to apply for this grant and I want you to be uh, the composer for it. Mm -hmm. So he said, why don't you think about it and give me a concept? And that's when I came up with this uh, project. And it's not just music, right? There's there's video projection, well, there's dance, that's, clearly. <laughs> that's right. It started as just music, but like I do, <laughs> I as I researched, uh, I did about a year of research while I was writing this piece, I came to the realization that I really wanted to have a visual movement to represent the flow and and uh, renewable energy of the river, of mm -hmm. waterways. And so, and, and I've worked with tap dancers a lot. So I thought, hey, this is my opportunity to, to marry tap dance with uh, the music I'm writing. And then as it went even farther, then I, further, I then decided, oh, I need video. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> Let's just make it bigger and bigger. So have, have you done the Amtrak train ride up the Hudson. Yeah, of course. And I, you know what? I have to say, I just got shivers playing that piece because we've, we haven't played it so close to the Hudson yet. <laughs> so it's, it, it was really, I really got shivers playing it. The first time I heard it, I thought, oh my God, it's just, I, I go upstate every summer up to Saratoga and I usually drive, but there've been a couple of times where I've had the occasion to take that train ride. And it's just like, as a native New Yorker, it still never ceases to astonish me how soon you are out in nature. I know. Along that, and in this like beautiful God's green earth, you know. I know, I know. And it's so, right, just right north of the city, yeah. just above the GW. It's so beautiful with the cliffs and, yeah, it's fabulous. Yeah. And is that, is that sort of the inspiration for the, I mean, you're sort of con the conductor of the train. In absolutely, this. <laughs> absolutely. And also it's a hat tip to Pete Seeger, uh, this piece. Okay, yeah, because Pete Seeger... He was instrumental, no pun intended, in the kind of cleanup operation. The Hudson was terribly polluted for decades. That's right, yeah. I mean, he, I mean, in some ways, he kind of started uh, the first Riverkeeper organization in the 60s. And, you know, um, he started the Clearwater Festival. Right, and, right. 
and he was a. I think he was very instrumental in the the. Um, oh, now passing you are of, intending I know, the I know. pun. <laughs> the, the passing of the uh, Clean Water Act, you know, in 1972. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I I got an opportunity through uh, maybe a Todd. Were we both on that gig with Ani and Pete Seeger? We got a chance to play with Pete Ani Seeger DeFranco with Ani DeFranco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, yeah, I mean, I'm, he's been a hero of mine, and just how he went about the activism through really grassroots movements and community and also through song. It's just right. gorgeous. So let, let me ask a practical question. You are a drummer. You have two tap dancers. I, on the record, it seems like there are specific places where you have to clear a sonic space for the, the tap dancers. I mean, you, you occupy a similar space in the ecology of of the of the music right that's right i approach it the same way that i would play with a percussionist okay as as a drum set player so Mm -hmm. you know when there's a percussionist involved um you know i basically try to stay out of their sonic space so if they're playing if they're tap dancing then i'm going to probably focus more on the low end of my kit right um you know i'll keep time but i'll focus on the low end and then I just try to, you know, tune into their rhythmic pocket as much as I can. And they're doing the same with me. You know, we're we're coming together and we share such a similar language. I mean, they're they're basically improvising like incredible ta- uh, drum solos. You know, like yeah. Max Roach, Philly Joe. You know, <laughs> really. I mean, they can they both of them can probably quote all these these Max Roach solos and all these classic drum solos. Well, so. in a sense, what you're doing. Not only is it not new, it's really old. It's but it's mm-hmm. so old that it kind of has been forgotten, and you're you're kind of resurrecting this marriage of of tap and jazz. Yeah, I mean, I I kind of feel like, I mean, I'm I don't feel like a martyr or anything, but I feel like I want to uh, reintroduce tap in ways that I can into modern jazz composing. Yeah. You know, I think sometimes people think that tap dance. And probably Claudia and Luke could probably um, explain this better than I can, but I think people think it's an old art form, just right. like some people think jazz is an old art form, but it's actually very vital and thriving. I mean, the tap community is such a thriving community, and they are all about grassroots organizing. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Well, uh, we'll get a chance to hear them, uh, the two dancers in action in this next piece, which is part two of a piece called Of Two Rivers. Uh, what two rivers are you referring to here? I'm, I'm referring to one river uh, that is the Susquehanna River that uh-huh. starts in New York and runs through Pennsylvania and Maryland out into the Chesapeake Bay. And it's the longest East Coast River. Uh, it's also, it starts as two rivers. Mm. So there's the, I think it's the North Branch and the West Branch, and then they come together in Pennsylvania. And it's this glorious, wide, beautiful river. I, you know, any time I've been through Pennsylvania, it just seems like wherever you go in Pennsylvania, the Susquehanna is there. <laughs> it's just like it's so true. Wait, wait a minute, didn't I just pass that going south, and now here it is up north? It's, yeah. it's like all over the state. <laughs> yeah, it is, and it heads it heads east. You know, so it kind yeah. of comes down. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so that is that is the waterway that we're following in uh, in this part of the piece called Of Two Rivers. The album is called Rivers in Our Veins from Allison Miller. And uh, she and the band will be performing this music on Saturday night, the Saturday of Thanksgiving weekend at Roulette in Brooklyn. But they're here with us now. Let's hear a live performance.
Well, that is Of Two Rivers, part two from Allison Miller and the band here in the studio from her latest record called Rivers in Our Veins. And uh, you, you were saying before, Allison, about how the, you know, the tap dancers are percussionists. And as with any other musical instrument, people have their own sound. And it's, it's kind of neat how Claudia and Luke have different sounds. I mean, for, for those of you listening at home, Claudia is in your right and Luke is more towards your left. But Claudia has a kind of a sharper, higher pitch sound. And Luke, it seems kind of a what I would say is woodier, except they're both on little wood floors. Right. <laughs> but it, it's just, you yeah, know. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. So has this been a process of discovery for you as a composer, learning like to write for, for, for tap? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've written for tap before uh, Mm -hmm. and just kind of, um, you know, thinking of ways that I could feature them and really let their talents, their their individual and unique talents shine, just like I try to do with the rest of the members of the band. I mean, initially, when I first started this, I asked Claudia to join the team. And um, when we were first premiering this piece in 2019, oh, 2020, actually, right before the shutdown, uh, Claudia would have the music stand on stand on the stage with her, just like a band member, mm. and uh, be she'd be reading the music and dancing at the same time. And so, yeah, I just try to make space for them. Um, and then as I've, I think as far as the sound goes, that's been a, a discovery for me over the last few years. And I think I noticed it the most when we were mixing the record, mm. right? Because there are songs where there are two dance, uh, Claudia and Michelle Dorrance at the same time. And I was like, oh, their sounds are really different. So how can I highlight that in the mix as well? Yeah, yeah. So when you perform, I mean, for example, on, on the 25th at Roulette, mm-hmm. is it just the band or do you have the dancers? Or it's do the you whole have the shebang. Vi- with the video. Video and also with Malik Washington, an incredible contemporary dancer. Okay. Yeah, it's the whole thing. Come oh. out. <laughs> it's in the neighborhood. Um, I've been listening uh, a bit lately to uh, to Todd's new record called mm. Bear Proof, although as he told me before we went, went, went on today, it's actually something you all recorded like nine years ago, but it's, it's a lot of, of you people who are here now. <laughs> in fact, we were playing Bear Proof on Sunday in L.A. Really? <laughs> yeah, just two days ago. <laughs> okay. Um, That's right. So there is, I mean, this is more than a band. It's like a community of people who come together in various constellations to do various projects. Absolutely. It's a musical family. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know you've you've worked with Myra Melford over mm-hmm. the years, the pianist and composer. She did a record back in the 90s called uh, The Same River Twice. That's a great record. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so... The, the idea of the the musical river, the stream continuing to flow now. Um, And the idea of community and rivers, I mean, those two ideas just in terms of us as people, Mm -hmm. historically, Mm -hmm. have been, uh, those two ideas go hand in hand. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's part of this, well, a big part of this uh, intention of the piece is to reconnect communities to their waterways, you know, even if it's just that they go and they have this multimedia, ex- multi-sensory experience, and when they leave the theater, hopefully they'll actually be noticing their waterways. Yeah. And and uh, we always team up with a nonprofit riverkeeper organization every time we do this piece. So um, not only are, 
we hope that they notice the rivers, but we also hope that they sign up and maybe volunteer to help clean up the rivers or uh, donate a little money, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, every, from the beginning of human civilization, all of our major dwelling places, our cities, have all been built on rivers. I That's mean, right. Yeah, they, we wouldn't exist without them. Right. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned that there were, you, you mentioned Susquehanna, which mm-hmm. was the subject of that piece. Hudson, mm-hmm. of course, the first piece. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Potomac. What are the other two? Uh, Delaware River okay. and the James River That's down in Virginia. Virginia. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are they all, well, they all have a major, at least one major city on them. Mm-hmm. Um, the Hudson was very polluted. Uh, there were parts of the Susquehanna, I know, that were also... Yeah, I mean, apparently the Susquehanna, in, I think in 2005, it was declared the most polluted river in America. Wow. <laughs> and that's, that's changing. I mean, there's, you know, it is changing. Yeah. But the problem is, is um, you know, there are many, many problems, but I think a big part of it is um, climate change. And the fact that we're getting more rainwater and then there's that kind of urban urban runoff yeah. from the you know from impervious surfaces like concrete goes right into the river you know and that's a big problem i mean we just had that big flood in brooklyn a couple of weeks ago yep. Yep. and you saw i mean you saw what was happening there it was pretty scary yeah yeah i mean that was also a biblical amount of rain yes <laughs> but but uh, you know that's climate change it's we climate are now change. getting biblical amounts of rain that's right uh, so I, I was going to ask, in, in the wake of what we were talking about earlier, Pete Seeger, the cleanup of the Hudson, a largely successful cleanup, are you optimistic about the state of these five rivers? But it sounds like maybe there's other problems that are not as easily fixed. I mean, I, I'm optimistic. Um, you know, I've, I've because of this project, I have, uh, and because of the, the wonderful presenters who have supported it, I've had the chance to really spend time interviewing river keepers and um, folks that are part of the EPA, and uh, they're they're doing a lot of hard work. You yeah. know, the the uh, Potomac River keepers just sued. I don't know if they're going to want me to say this, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's public knowledge. Um, they just sued the army, you know, for um, testing explosives in the lower part of the Potomac. And um, it's been going on for years, but they and they, they're not trying to stop them from doing what they need to do, but they're trying to have more regulation around it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also not an expert on that, so I'm I'm sure my friend Nancy, who runs the Potomac <laughs> River Keepers, will call me and say, "You didn't tell me. You didn't <laughs> give them the correct information." <laughs> uh, but I've learned, you know, I'm learning a lot, and there are some very dedicated people and communities that are cleaning up the rivers and making policy change. So right. I'm hopeful. Well, the so. It's instrumental music. How how do you get the message? Is that the the point of like the visuals in the project? I mean, yeah. I mean, I I feel like um, there's a lot of what I like to call biomimicry in the way that I wrote this music. You know, to mimic what I was um, seeing when I was going to all these riverbanks and doing research. Uh, you know, I use different techniques like overlaying. You know, um, not to get too musically technical, but you know. Oh, Please, but, but, yeah, you're, you're talking you're to the in, ultimate music okay. nerd. Lay it on <laughs> okay, me. Okay, you're in. <laughs> uh, you know, to have this kind of, you know, I, I was fascinated with trying to capture what seems to be chaos, you know, mm-hmm. but it's actually beautiful harmony, the way that rivers are working and the watersheds and, and all of the different um, 
species within those watersheds. And I was, I was like, how can I capture that in music? And so I approached certain pieces where uh, you almost feel like there are three or four different meters going on at the same time, but we're all working in harmony. Right. And, until Is one, it the piece for the fish? Or the, for the fishes? For the fish, yeah, that has some different feelings when, to it, too. When, yeah, yeah. When, when, it come, when they come, it's like, well, I'm hearing three things at once, and then suddenly they're one thing. You know? Right. So I used that kind of musical device and a lot of like sudden key changes, dynamic shifts, things like that. A lot of feeling like we don't know, we're kind of speeding up slowly or slowing down. You know, there's an ambiguity to the tempo. I like that thing. Um, This next piece called Fierce has some very, I mean, there's like more than a hint of rock. To the, to the drumming here. Well, I do have to get that in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let's. Uh, what and and what's what's being biomimicked here? Well, this is really for me like a celebration piece of all of the river keepers, all of the people out there that are bringing communities closer to their waterways. So it's really celebratory. All right. Yeah. Fierce is the name of it from the album called Rivers in Our Veins. Here's another live performance.
What a bunch of show-offs. <laughs> <laughs> I got us. I forgot how much. It's been a very long time since we've had tap dancing in the studio. I forgot how much fun it is to watch. Yes. I mean, <laughs> and, you know, uh, for those of you who don't know, tap dancers often travel with portable little floors, and they are little. So all that dancing is happening in a very confined space. It's almost like gymnastics as well as music making. Yeah. <laughs> Great stuff. Allison Miller's piece is called Fierce. You'll find it on her record called Rivers in Our Veins. Lou Kiki and Claudia Raharjanoto are the tap dancers. Jenny Scheinman playing violin. Carmen Stoff behind our piano. Todd Sikafus playing the bass. Kenny Warren on trumpet. Mike McGinnis, you heard him playing bass clarinet in that song. And of course, Allison ensconced behind our drum kit. So in live performance, it's the whole thing, as you said. Mm-hmm. You've got the dancers, you've got the, the video projection. Um, how repeatable are, I mean, clearly these pieces are the same pieces that are on the record, but, uh, you know, there are differences too. That's right. Yeah, well, I wanted to keep improvisation at the forefront of this piece. And luckily, um, Todd Winkler, who's the videographer, um, he is improvising as well. So oh. he has, you know, within each. A piece of music, he's kind of got a little treasure chest of imagery. And, you know, he has a format and everything. But let's say on the gig or on the show, if Jenny wants to take double the amount, you know, two choruses of a solo instead of one, he can just riff with her and kind of quickly pull up more imagery. So there's still a real improvisatory element to this. And the music sounds different night to night. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But it is composed. I mean, you know, people are reading from scores and stuff. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of it is uh, is uh, segued, you know, so there are, I think the first four or five pieces of the suite don't stop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it's, a, it's an amazing ride. And, Thank you. Uh, you know, I just love the idea behind it, you know, as you said, sort of connecting communities with their waterways. Uh, we've seen here in New York what that can do when people get together. And yeah, really that's work right. hard, mm-hmm. so uh, we can we can hope for the other four rivers in your uh, in your set of five down the road. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they're all getting better. Well, the album is called Rivers in Our Veins. Uh, Allison and company will be at Roulette on the Saturday of Thanksgiving weekend, November twenty fifth, for uh, a live performance there. In the meantime, it's been great having you all here. This has been a ton of fun. Thanks so much. Yeah, so much fun. Thank you. And our, uh, our video today was shot by Joe Enright. Our video editor is Eric Weber. Our technical director, as always, Irene Trudell. Our producer, Karen Havlick. I'm John Schaefer. You can keep up with everything we're doing on New Sounds by subscribing to our free weekly newsletter. Text New Sounds to 70101 or sign up on the website at newsounds.org.